is John Frankie from searchsap.com, and we're here with Hans Peter Clay of SAP and Harry Hirsch, early, I was going to say SAP A1S, but we now know it's SAP Business by Design uh, customer. So thank you both for joining us today. And uh, I guess we'll start with uh, Hans Peter. With the CRM on demand release, there, the hybrid installations were kind of a point of emphasis, it seems like. Do you expect any hybrid? scenarios with this business by design? You know, first of all, business by design, SAP business by design, is designed for the mid-sized customers. Mm -hmm. It's designed as a complete, comprehensive business software solution for this market. So actually it has a complete different value proposition and it gives a com very game-changing value proposition which uh, you, you cannot compare what you have today on the market. Whatever you have on the market today is incomplete. It uh, doesn't have the breadth and depthness of the functionality, doesn't have end-to-end -end processes, and I think by design it's built on a future-proof uh, platform, service-oriented architecture, and by design it has no compromises built in. So uh, I think we are targeting this solution clearly at the sweet spot in this market, and Harry uh, is here uh, uh, with us today, actually also to talk with one of the first live customers. We have 20 live customers. They are using this solution. We have more uh, early customers lined up, and we are rolling that solution out uh, around uh, uh, more countries as we speak. So I think for me it's very important that we understand that we are serving here a new market. It's not our existing market where other solutions from SAP have targeted in. It's a new market. It's an un underserved market. And we could never tap into that. Uh, we, we made today comments about, you know, in the mid-size market, you have 1.2 million companies. Hmm? And uh, 1.2 million companies probably not all fit exactly the criteria we have for SAP Business by Design. But if you take 40, 50 percent, that's 600,000. So there's plenty of prospects we can go after, and I think we will also have uh, a lot of demand uh, pull from the market uh, for this uh, new solution. And it's uh, also one solution of a portfolio approach we have in the SME segment, so for small and mid-sized enterprises. We are still investing in existing solutions, of course. That's uh, SAP Business All-in-One. We are pushing that. Uh, uh, very clearly, more industry verticalization, more solutions for the market that's needed, absolutely. It's a very, very successful business, and also SAP Business One. Hans Peter, if we could get a little more information for our listeners on, on the pricing options, tell us a little bit more also about the difference between, you know, the 149 per user per month versus the $54 per month for five users option. Yeah, uh, I think uh, that's uh, and Harry also then can chip in because yep. that uh, what early customers told us is the benefit is to have an end-to-end -end solution. The benefit is clearly, and that's a very attractive price point for what you get, you know. And uh, I think we have all with our customers we have here multi-year contracts, and it's on 25 users. So that's the minimum uh, commitment, I think, uh, what we expect. But then they came back to us and said, look, what are we doing if we can have 30, 40 percent of our employees using as uh, SAP by design, SAP business by design? So 
I have other employees, they're just casual users. They maybe have um, entry expenses, time sheets or something like that. So what are we doing with them? So we came up with this efficiency user concept where you rightly said it's $54 for uh, five users, so it's actually below $11 per user, which is very attractive, but you get it only in sets of fives. And uh, I think that is then expanding, actually, the reach also into these uh, organizations. And uh, for them, it was, then uh, 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 Harry talk, it's uh, also a value proposition, strong for them to make sure they can touch all employees of an organization. Harry, if you wanted to give us some insight on how you guys thought about the pricing. Sure. Um, I know that there was a point uh, brought up earlier that there's, uh, you know, cheaper solutions out there. Uh, unfortunately, point solutions, I can't speak for, you know, all small medium businesses, but for our organization, point solutions is what got us in trouble to begin with. We weren't even going to evaluate a uh, point solution. Why well, have a point solution on premise or on demand? It's still a point solution. Our only, um, our only alternative uh, we felt as an organization was to have an integrated uh, ERP system, and we chose SAP. We didn't even evaluate anyone else because, in our mind, they're the leaders. Um, they're growing by innovation as opposed to acquisition, and that's something that that we you know really believed in. So we really just at, at that point we knew we wanted an integrated solution. We looked at the products that SAP had, and this was a new product uh, that fit our needs very well. So, um, the, from a pricing perspective, and I think uh, you know, even to Hans Peter's uh, comments today, we looked at you know, if we would piece together you know some some type of solution, it would cost us a lot more than than 149 dollars. And so, I guess it really wasn't an issue for us. Um, that's kind of the decision tree we went through. Let's see, and so you indicated that you kind of looked at some other SAP products. Sure. <laughs> uh, so was it kind of a decision maybe between business all in one and the on-demand solution for the judge group? Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, time to market was critical for us. Uh, we started with a division that's uh, growing like crazy. It's going international. We're a professional services organization. Uh, our customers need us to be um, all over the globe. So, you know, we're exploring India, we're exploring China. Um, once again, uh, benefit to SAP. Um, as we grew and, and, and globalized our organization, uh, we thought that that was the right solution. I think that segues nicely into how you're using the product now and also uh, how do you see using it and expanding use of it in the future? Well, that was, that was the other reason that uh, uh, that it was an easy decision for us because uh, as SAP is terming future-proof, um, we really look at, at this solution as the first solution by a vendor that really has no expiration date. You know, built on a, a service-oriented architecture, uh, you know, m my company, uh, you know, we consult to other organizations, so, you know, service-oriented architecture we feel is future. It's hard to uh, tell our customers that if we don't, you know, believe it internally. Um, so, it was that was another easy decision for us. Uh, it's built on a, an SOA platform that we can expand out into uh, uh, web services down the road. Speaking of the of the future of the product, basically, where do you think that SAP needs to or will invest in business by design in the future, as far as ramp up, and also features now and new features people can expect down the road. 
Well, I think with, uh, clearly what we have announced with the market and what we are doing is uh, now we are validating, uh, besides early customer, we are validating the partner ecosystem, the partner models. We are validating the go-to-market, the web, the tele-approaches we have. We are validating uh, also the support models. You know, I think there's a lot of uh, uh, things. If you, if you go into a new business model, what you need to make sure, you get all the ducks in a row to make sure you have a very profitable business running and you deliver the value to the customers and partners are actually also investing in this type of business that that they have a, a, a good model to run as well and that's where we investing. We announced we have uh, we're investing in 2007 and 2008 300 to 400 million accelerated investments into uh, into go-to-market support models so 80% of this uh, goes roughly in go-to-market in support in building the infrastructure you need uh, to drive this business and then of course we're also investing into the solution you, you pointed that out we are the uh, enhancements will be made and it's very easy to do because uh, it's upgradable it's uh, uh, customers can use these uh, enhancements immediately, and uh, we are working with uh, with uh, early customers. We are working on localizations in the different markets. We are working on different reference systems for certain industries to go into these markets. So there's a lot of uh, uh, things uh, things we have on our plate. But uh, I think Harry uh, summed it up nicely. I think it's if you look what this market wants complete comprehensive business software solution first they want it affordable in translated it means they want a total cost of ownership that's unbeatable and Harry just made the point it's unbeatable what we can offer to the market the breadth and the end-to-end -end processes if you would buy that plumb that together from different modules or different solutions they're out there on premise on demand or whatever you could never to this price point. So we are feeling very good about that, and uh, uh, we believe we have a winner here. I think that segues nicely into goals you guys have for the product going forward. Yes, I think we want to reach uh, uh, by 2010 10,000 customers. So that's a clear goal we set out, and uh, that's uh, what we will achieve. So that's by 2010. 10,000 customers for this business by design yes. product. Harry, final thoughts or advice either in evaluating of the product or things maybe potential customers should consider in their, their path? And some of the comments that we, we were talking about, I think if, if integration is what you're looking for, um, this, you know, this is an extremely solid platform, um, we, we found no better. Um, from a analytical perspective when you're evaluating um, solutions you know the, the one thing that scared you know our IT folks was you know the word configuration the word configuration because of their history uh, they're a little afraid um, I think they know the pain points of, of misconfiguring uh, a, a business process and what really uh, drove home um, the value in, in this solution is when they realized that it really wasn't configuring, it's as simple as turning on and off functionality. You know, we trust in SAP, they've, they've, they've been industry best process leaders for 30 years. Um, you you got to trust that, and if it's, if it's easy to configure, 
uh, as they showed today. If services all of a sudden now a new business model, you click it on. If it's not, you click it off. Uh, our IT folks really loved the, the, the you know what we called a non-configuration non-configuration system. Um, so that was one of the big uh, business benefits that if there's companies out there that have those same issues, I think they really need to take a look at uh, business by, SAP Business by Design. And, and clicking on and off, that doesn't affect your per month per user price at all? Of course not. I think uh, the, more, the more you actually look in, into that, and people will use different parts, they will use different processes, but they always have adaptability is a big concept in that, flexibility is a big concept. And I believe, and that's what, what we have seen, we were working in the mid-market since many, many years. We have 29,000 mid-market customers around the globe. So we know that their requirements for solutions, actually they do not go down, they go up. So they then can use that, and as they grow in different areas and, and different segments, services, which is, one example, if they grow, the, the solution grows with them, and it offers the flexibility to do that, and you're not restricted by anything. Just one more briefly. It was asked at the Q&A as well, uh, but I was wondering the difference between what business by design is and the true multi-tenant software as a service mm. product. Mm -hmm. Yeah, multi-tenancy, and I think we, we actually, SAP, many, many ways has uh, invented the client concept many, many years ago, and it's actually a concept that, that's pretty much known to us, and we also know the limitations. And the limitations in this concept is actually that you cannot separate data. And the biggest concern that people have is if they run mission-critical processes, and they have mission-critical data, they want to separate that. They do not want to be dependent on other things that may happen to that environment. So our mega-tenancy model, taking advantage of all the scalability and the, the TCO, total cost of ownership, of course, for us, to running in operations, but having separated the data, data instances per customer actually makes a lot of sense. So we believe, that in technology terms, you, it's not important. What is important? What do you fulfill the needs of the clients? You do you fulfill the needs of the customers, and that's what you do. To take a battle on technology, I, I think that's a wrong approach. Hans, Peter, Harry, thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you. Mm.